Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month, July 2018 Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month is a compilation of the weird, disturbing, and downright baffling stories currently happening in our world. From UFOs to serial killers, ancient sites, mysterious creatures, and even ghosts, these are the Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month for July 2018. Number 5. The Case of Michaela Welsh On March 26, 1986, 12-year-old Michaela Welsh took her siblings to Puget Park in Tacoma, Washington at around 10 a.m. About an hour later, she left them there to go home and make sandwiches for lunch, and after that headed back to the park. Once there, she placed their lunch on a park table and went looking for her siblings. By 1.15, the brothers and sisters had found the brown paper bag lunches waiting for them, but their older sister was nowhere to be found. Two hours later, when there was still no sign of Michaela, police were notified and they began searching for the girl. By nightfall, they found her body in a makeshift fire pit close to the park. Michaela had been raped and killed from a cut around her throat. Despite the police work during the initial investigation, the case went cold for more than 30 years until this year when authorities announced they've arrested a suspect in connection with the slaying. Although DNA evidence was obtained from the case, a 2006 initial search using that profile came up empty. Police tried again recently, this time using it in combination with a genealogy search, and managed to narrow down a family tree that identified two brothers that could possibly hold the killer's DNA. Both brothers had lived in Tacoma during 1986, and police obtained abandoned DNA from them to see which one it belonged to. It turned out to match 66-year-old Gary Hartman's. They had placed Hartman under surveillance, and during one of these stakeouts, they grabbed a discarded napkin he used to wipe his mouth. The DNA matched conclusively, and Hartman was then arrested during a traffic stop where he was charged with first-degree murder and rape. To neighbors and friends, this came as a shock as Hartman was described as a pleasant and even-tempered guy. One of them said that even though he didn't know him well, Hartman was always cordial and observed him and his wife to be a very sweet old couple. It was determined that Hartman had lived within a mile of the entrance to the park where Michaela had disappeared from. Later in 1998, he worked at Western State Hospital in Lakewood as an active nurse. He had no criminal records or complaints against him prior to the arrest and is currently being held on a $5 million bail. Number 4 Malibu State Park Shooter 35-year-old Irvine, California native Tristian Baudet was inside his tent at Malibu Creek State Park when he was fatally shot and killed in his sleep. A veteran outdoorsman, he went on the camping trip to allow his wife, an obstetrician, some quiet time to study for an exam. Baudet was with his two young daughters who were four and two years old and they were inside the tent with him when he was killed. Luckily, they were left unharmed. His brother-in-law was also camping with them, but he was staying in a different tent. Police responded to a report of a gunshot heard at around 4.30 a.m. on June 22, 2018. Once there, they found Tristan and tried to save him, but ultimately, it was too late. During the investigation, several people came forward saying that they've experienced shootings in the area prior to this incident. In January of 2017, Melissa Tatangelo and her boyfriend were camping inside her Honda when she heard a loud noise around 5 a.m. 
When the two got up an hour later to get coffee, they heard something rolling around in the back of the car and found a large bullet hole from what she believed to be from a shotgun. They opened the hatch and found a part of a shotgun shell inside. State Park officers believe the weapon was fired from around 20 feet away, and if it was an inch higher, it would have hit Melissa. James Rogers was hiking the Backbone Trail south of the Malibu State Park in 2016 when he was hit by a bird shot coming from a shotgun as he slept on a hammock. He heard a loud bang and felt a burning sensation on his arm. He then did a cursory check of the area prior to even looking at his arm and couldn't find anyone. However, he did believe he was shot at close range. Police have uncovered at least seven shootings in the park, but they're still investigating to see if those had anything to do with the most recent murder. Tristan was a chemist with several patents under his name and had been working as an associate director for the pharmaceutical company Allergen. The police investigation is still ongoing and so far, no arrest or leads have been secured regarding the incident. Number 3. British Model Kidnapping Saga It was supposed to be another photo shoot for British model Chloe Ayling. Her agent confirmed the booking and afterwards made the arrangements. However, after arriving on July 11th in Milan, Italy, she was accosted by two men. According to her statement, a man with black gloves put a hand on the back of her neck and the other on her mouth. Then another man injected her with something in her arm. Ayling lost consciousness and woke up in a pink bodysuit and socks. She was placed inside the trunk of a car with her wrists and ankles bound. Her mouth was taped shut and she was placed inside a bag with only a small hole that gave her room to breathe. She was then transported to Borgel, an isolated village close to Turin, Italy. Once there, she was kept in a small apartment and handcuffed to a bureau. She was forced to sleep on the floor in a sleeping bag and her abductors told her she would be sold off as a sex slave in an online auction. However, after six days, she was taken to the British consulate in Milan and left there, apparently set free. She was told that because they found out she had a two-year-old child, they were letting her go. Apparently, the organization that abducted her said it was against their rules to kidnap mothers. After her release, Ailing received a letter from an organization calling themselves the Black Death. The letter stated she was being freed out of huge generosity and instructed her not to speak of her kidnappers or initiate an investigation. She was also ordered to pay $50,000 in Bitcoin within a month. If she failed to comply, it would result in her elimination, as the letter said. During the investigation, police found an alleged advertisement for Ailing. It read, Girls can be transported globally. We have contractors for that for a price. EU delivery is free might take time depending on current location and drop-off point. Then it said that the auction would be on July 16th. Days after she was released, Polish immigrant Lukas Herba was arrested in connection with the kidnapping. A second man was also picked up, Mikhail Herba, the brother of the main suspect. Police said he was also part of the abduction and there could be as many as 10 to 12 people involved in the matter. Because of the unusual circumstances, there were people skeptical of Ailing's statements, especially after one of the suspects said it was a hoax and that Ailing had done it for publicity. The allegations against her involvement in the case was also questioned when photos of her shopping for clothes and shoes together with one of the suspects while she was supposed to have been abducted emerged. 
She said she complied and didn't ask for help in public because she was told there were people watching her and that she would be killed. Police interviewed Ailing significantly and believe her statements to be true. Apparently, Erba had been planning the abduction as they had been stalking the model prior to abducting her. There were also reports of similar cases involving various women. As of July 2018, Erba was sentenced to 16 years and 9 months in prison for the crime. Number 2. Nicole Lavelle When 13-year-old Nicole Lavelle snuck out of her Blacksburg, Virginia home on January 27, 2016, she thought she was heading out for a secret date, but it turned out she wouldn't be returning home ever again. Nicole was a 7th grader who had befriended 18-year-old Virginia Tech student and cross-country athlete David Eisenhower online. On January 27th, it's believed Eisenhower and another Virginia Tech student named Natalie Keepers Lord Lavelle out of her home under the pretense of a secret meeting. Once Lavelle snuck out and was in his car, she was stabbed several times and killed. The two older teens then cleaned up and dumped her body on a rural two-lane road just south of the North Carolina-Virginia border. According to police, Eisenhower had instigated an inappropriate relationship with the girl and was afraid she would reveal that relationship to the public. However, accomplice and accessory Natalie Keepers said in a statement that Eisenhower confided he was afraid Lavelle may have been pregnant and thus decided to eliminate the young girl. When Lavelle was discovered missing, police interviewed Keepers to confirm an alibi. It was then through her statements that police were led to Eisenhower and eventually the young girl's body. Lavelle's remains were found three days after she went missing and post-mortem showed she had suffered more than 14 stab wounds. Eisenhower has been charged for Lavelle's murder, while Keepers is charged for being an accessory before the fact and for helping conceal a dead body. Just this month, Eisenhower received 50 years in jail for the crime. Number 1. Suspect in the Doodler Case The Doodler was a serial killer who rampaged through the San Francisco area between the years of 1974 and 75 targeting gay men. His M.O. was to strike up conversations with potential victims and then lure the men into sexual encounters. Once alone, he would stab them and leave them to die on beaches or in parks. The reason why he was dubbed as the Doodler was because he was said to have drawn sketches of the men right before assaulting or killing them. It's believed the Doodler had more than 10 and possibly even up to 14 victims, but so far only 5 are confirmed. This includes Gerald Cavanaugh, who was found dead on Ocean Beach on January 24, 1974. He had defensive wounds indicating he fought back at the attacker. Joseph J. Stevens, a female impersonator, was found five months later, and he had been stabbed five times. Then, several weeks after that, Klaus Christman, a German tourist who was married with children, was found killed at Ocean Beach. His throat had been slashed. In May of 1975, Frederick Kappen was discovered on Ocean Beach as well. The last body was discovered a month later in June at Lincoln Park. It was that of Harold Gulberg, and police believed he had been dead for two weeks because of the advanced state of decomposition. There were at least three victims who survived and provided a possible ID of the suspect. This included a well-known entertainer and a diplomat. A suspect was interviewed repeatedly based on the witness testimony, but they never admitted to any of the crimes. 
Moreover, the witnesses refused to testify out of fear of outing themselves, particularly the entertainer and diplomat. The third victim left town and did not respond to any police inquiries. Fast forward to today, and police are using DNA evidence to renew the case. With the apprehension of the Golden State Killer and the unique approach it used, they are hoping that this new DNA investigation will finally lead to an arrest. Police did say they are looking at a suspect, including the initial person of interest questioned during the first investigation, but authorities are now trying to figure out if he can be conclusively linked to the crime using DNA. They're also trying to see if the diplomat victim is still alive and if he can add any more information. During the 70s, police released a sketch of the doodler describing him as a black male between 19 to 22 years old with a slender build just shy of 6 feet and often seen wearing a navy type watch cap. Hopefully, it's only a matter of time before they can finally capture this sick and twisted killer. So there were the strange and scary mysteries of the month for July 2018. Every day we encounter strange and mysterious stories that most of us don't know what to make of. These are just a handful, but there's still so much more to discover. If you enjoyed this video, then please do subscribe to our channel because every Wednesday and Saturday we're putting out new videos for you to check out. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you soon.